Hey, y'all. My name is Bryant Young. And Derek Cheney. Here with the Decent Dads Podcast. Brand new episode this week. That's right. Another good one with another good friend of ours, Tom yeah. Jensen. Tom Jay is in the house. I'm double fisting tonight. It's a real deal. That's right, man. He. This was a good episode. Mm-hmm. I feel like we. it was probably one of our more serious ones. And uh, he kept apologizing for that, but frankly, yeah. I thought it was a lot of good information communicated. Absolutely. It was fun to have those conversations. And frankly, not all of parenting is sunshine and rainbow. No. So why the hell shouldn't we be Absolutely serious Absolutely not. Um, and yeah, he had also he had a lot of good advice i know me and you we took away several mm-hmm. things just from from our conversation both recorded and and off the air there um but yeah he was man he was full of good stuff um i think a lot of people are going to get a lot of value out of this episode absolutely i i think you guys are really going to enjoy this one um so i really think we should just let them hear it and jump right into it let's do it all right decent dads podcast here we go Good evening, folks, and welcome back to the Decent Dads Podcast. We're here to tell dad jokes, drink coffee, and build a community of dads navigating fatherhood together. I'm Bryant Young, fearless leader, co-host, girl dad, and your friendly local insurance agent based out of Springfield, Missouri. And now, before we get started on today's episode, please help me welcome, he's a six-foot-three sophomore shooting guard from medium-sized town, Missouri. He wishes he was a first-team All-American, but instead, he's the coolest co-host with the most, a fantastic father of two, and the home loan expert. Folks, put your hands together and welcome the incomparable Mr. Derek Cheney. How are you, Derek? Medium-sized. That's being very <laughs> generous. Let me tell you. It's almost like you're from a tiny town or something. Very generous there. but uh, The but bustling we, metropolis of Humansville. Yeah, but we appreciate you. We appreciate <laughs> you for that. Anyways, but uh, man, it is a good day for a good day, it's boys. A good day. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, I walked in here without my Aircast yes, boot. Did. Yes, he did. It's a little bit of a gimp, but I am in flip flops right now. Which I still like. I can't believe you're not at least wearing tennis shoes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. They rubbed the back of my ankle on it. Uh, yeah. Doesn't okay, okay, feel too good. No more. Yeah. So uh, so flip flops it is. I don't, Crocs. You need Crocs. There you go. That, that, that would go good with my work attire, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. I'll try that. See what they say. Wait, are you telling me you wore flip-flops to the office today? In your no, no, I wore boots. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll try flip-flops right, tomorrow. Sorry, Casual Fridays. Casual Fridays. Anyways, but uh, we got our hoppy coffee in hand, so... It's Mine another... tastes like bourbon. I mean, something else. Excuse me? What? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and we got another great guest. Yeah, another we great do. Guest. I'm excited about Tom being here, man. Yeah, we got uh, Tom Jensen, or what uh, Bryant likes to refer to you as, Tommy J. Tommy J. Yeah, yeah. Happy yep. to be here. Thank you, guys. <laughs> but uh, one of our one of our Rotary buddies. Um, so uh, excited, excited to have you on on the podcast, Tom. Thanks again for being here. Yeah, uh, this we be fun. we know you a little bit. Some people might not. So if you will, you know, tell us, you know, who you are, what you do. Give us your dad resume. Tell us how many kids you got, what are their ages, and which one's your favorite. Sure. Um, Hold on to your butts, people. I think I need to <laughs> set the record straight. Like your friendly insurance agent or your hometown. Friendly I'm, local. I, I'm both. I've been local to Springfield since 2011. Yeah, but I was born here. Uh, he's 10th generation Green County, Tom. <laughs> you just ask him. Okay. I'll tell you about yeah. it all the freaking yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> now, um... Well, um, Tom Jensen uh, came to Springfield in uh, 2011. I'm like a snowbird. I keep going south. I love it. Uh, <laughs> originally from South Dakota. So the town, fun fact, that I grew up in wasn't a town. It was uh, the countryside. So Was it really? Oh, like yeah, unincorporated territory yeah, kind of thing? Population, cattle in the county, 
probably 20,000 yeah. right. population in the town, less than 100 people. Holy Dang. Shit. Yeah, okay. You got me beat. Yeah, you got far, me beat. Country, so. <laughs> um, yep. I uh, lived in I Kansas City uh, for a while. I uh, went to college and uh, similar to Cheney, had high aspirations. Uh, my body fell apart then, not now. So, <laughs> uh, you're too young for that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, came to Springfield and have been uh, married now for uh, almost seven years nice, with nice. Uh, Stacy and that uh, marriage number two. Yeah. Um, four kids. My oldest, Audrey, will be 18 in July. My, I can't believe uh, that, man. Yeah, I can't either. Dang, that's um, nuts. My yeah. son, uh, Hunter, is uh, 15 and a half. And then uh, Izzy, uh, Isabel is three. And. Uh, Grace will be uh, 10 months here in a few yeah. days. So. Baby Grace. What a yeah. split, yeah. man. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. wiping butts in my in my 20s and wiping butts in my 40s. So. <laughs> it's a deal right which there. So true. Which, which do you prefer? Which is better, 20s or 40s? Oh, man. Um, it's hard to say. My experiences in my 20s made me a better parent for my 40s. There you go. That makes sense. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've, had, you've had experience already. Yeah. You've already done this. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... It's you know you have you're you're more mature you have more resources mm-hmm. and you're probably a better version of yourself later. Yeah. Um, here, so here, you're more patient. So true. Yeah, well, you're never going to grow. Shut up. up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it just it looks different. So yeah. I would say, you know, uh, if I could give some advice to people, I'd probably say wait before just you know trying to have ten kids in your twenties. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, I, I love that mentality, too. Yeah. That's that's yeah. exactly where Liv and I were. We waited until we were in our 30s mm-hmm. before we had kids. Because, kind of to your point, I'm a giant child in my 30s. Imagine what I was like in my 20s. Right. So uh, it, it was important for me to grow up a little bit before we had kids. I totally understand Absolutely. That. Well, and you hit on it, too. I mean, I think about that all the time. I'm like, what, what would have happened if I would have had a kid in high school or college mm-hmm. or right out of college. Like I was one nowhere mature enough, but then like you said, the resources, I was like, how do people get by, you know, with oh, yeah. one kid, let alone multiple kids. I'm like, I yeah. literally, I don't know how they do it and, and bless them for doing what they do. But, uh, it forces I w- you to grow up quick. Too, right. I would assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't yeah, have so done if it. You're wondering why I'm not funny and I'm a little bit serious. Like, <laughs> my, this man's lived my, some time. My, right? my sense of humor is gone yeah. at this point. No, it was get to work. Yeah, like you, you had to figure it out. So. Well, and frankly, I want to talk about that because mm-hmm. you are also in our industry. We didn't really talk about it, but you're also an insurance guy. Mm-hmm. But frankly, you're really freaking good at it. So I want to talk more about that when we get there. Um, so you'll have a unique perspective here because you've had 18 almost years of tantrums. But, <laughs> you, you know, for the longest time, it it's was fun to like think about, right? you, you had little kid tantrums. And then all of a sudden it was all the way we're up into our teen years. And then you started back over with little ones again. Right. So, I, what kind of like what kind of tantrums have you been dealing with lately? Is it the big kids? Is it the little kids? Like, what have you been dealing with? You know, um, let me say this: small kids, small problems. Like small um, kids. Mm-hmm. Small, I like that. Small problems. I like that. Sure. Big kids, bigger problems. Holy shit, Tom! So yeah, man, that's awesome. Small Absolutely. kids, like eh, three year old. She throws a fit. She wants her mom. Like, we've all been there. Mm-hmm. Like, I want mama. I want mama. Right. I think Jimmy Fallon said, <laughs> he wrote a book. Yep. Everything it's mama. upstairs. It's yeah. upstairs. <laughs> I have my it. life. I own it. Like, every night, I want mama. 
Izzy, I'm going to put you to bed. No, I want Mama. They <laughs> melt down city until Stacy comes up and oh no, and puts her to bed. Yeah, like she just won't. She won't fight. Like the spirit is strong in that one. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, that's such a small issue. Sure. Right. So you know, she, those. I don't even. Again, the better version of myself doesn't get worked up. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to have a knockdown drag out. I'm going to win this. But <laughs> yeah. It's going to be okay. Uh, big kids, bigger problems. And, and the mistakes that they make or choices and decisions as they go through their learning curve. And think about your childhood. Think mm-hmm. about your teenage years. Think about your college years. Yeah. Like, those have bigger consequences. So do I call those uh, tantrums? Well, the consequences create some conflict. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no kidding. It, 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 you know, if you lose your phone, uh, electronics, well, give me the keys to the car. Mm-hmm. Like those are tantrums for a teenager, where it's right. You know, it, it looks slamming different. doors and, and yeah, raise yeah. voices and all that kind of shit. Yeah, I assume. You know, it, it, I've been loved and hated more in the same day <laughs> yeah. by the same kid. Uh-huh. It's just like you. Okay, like gonna ride it. I'm just gonna stay even. Well, I think that th- there's value in that. Recognizing that, hey, listen, small problems are small mm. problems, and so don't get bit out of shape. But also, you need to be that rock for your family. And so if you've got those big kids that are having those big emotions, if you're, yep. if you're the rock, they right. can depend on you to be the rock right. for good or for bad. They know where you're going to be on a situation. Right. That's, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yep. What about you? What are you doing yep. with tantrum wise? Ride the ups and downs, but stay even keel. I like that. That's what my I life like said. <laughs> Oh, Brian. So are you, are you uh, my team number two is <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's working on it. He's working on it. Uh, yeah, my tantrum. Uh, we we had our first um, tantrum that was I don't want to come uh, come in and eat because I'm playing. Mm. So we were down at my parents. Uh, it was just me and the boys. Uh, Allie was working, and uh, my mom made dinner, and so the boys were out there playing with their cousins. And uh, so I told him, I was like, hey, guys, dinner's ready. Like, let's go eat. Let's go, yeah. Brody, he's an animal. He's like, all right, let's go. And so he's just marching his little butt in there. And and so I, I pick him up and I, I yell at Liam. I'm like, come on, bud, let's let's go eat. And he's like, no, I'm still playing. I'm like, I'm like, you know, we can, we, can, we can play later. I was like, you got to come eat now and we'll play afterwards. He's like, no, I'm still playing. I'm like, Liam, get your butt in here now. And he's like, no. So I'm like, okay. So take Brody in there and already made their food, set him down at, at uh, his spot, and uh, I start feeding him. And luckily my mom, she kind of sensed that I was a little frustrated with the older one. She's like, I'll feed Brody. And I'm like, perfect. Go dump his food. <laughs> <in the backboard. laughs> and so, so then I go back outside, food, huh? right? So I go oh, back cool. back outside, and, uh, and uh, Liam's still trying to play, and his cousins are coming in at this point. So it's like he's just out there playing by himself. And I'm like, Liam, come on. It's time to eat. You know, no. And he's just like lays there and, you know, just throwing a fit. And so I just walk out there and throw him over my shoulder and walk in the house with him, set him down on my lap. And, and we start eating. And he had a late dinner because normally he eats like 435. And this is like about six o'clock. Senior citizen he, hours. That's almost Tom. He, <laughs> he starts eating. First two minutes, he starts eating. His attitude completely changes. Mm. And he was just hungry. That's all it was. Angry and, kids. Dude. And he like cleaned it, cleaned his plate after dinner. He was. You know, no tantrums at all. Just a good yeah. kid, and I'm just like, "Jeez." Um, there's something to be said for the hangry thing. Oh, I, mean, I suffer. Life. I suffer from it too. <laughs> like, bad. Wife, so. kids, like yeah. it's a real thing. 
Um, so we've been struggling with nap time. You were talking mm-hmm. about you know dealing with little problems. Um, Liv was gone all last weekend on a bachelorette party. Um, my brother gets married this summer, so it was with his his fiance's bachelorette party, and so it was just Elsa and I in the house, and it was great. I love that time, mm-hmm. but. For whatever reason, she doesn't want to sleep on Saturdays for shit. And so we fought. So we can. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, we fought all Saturday afternoon trying to get her to nap. She wouldn't do it. To, got to the point where she was stripped down to her skivvies in her bed, like waving a diaper around her head like she was <laughs> yeah. Burt Kreischer on a party it's a learned weekend. Learned behavior. Yeah, it's right? a learned. <laughs> she saw that somewhere. Yeah, dad doing that. You don't just do that. <laughs> so, so Liv finally gets home Sunday <laughs> afternoon, and it gets to be nap time, and Elsie is going to go to bed with mom. Mom's going to rock her for a minute, try and put her down. Still doesn't want to sleep. And so I finally had to mark off the uh, what feels like a rite of passage for a dad. The uh, I'm going for a drive nap. And so I stuck her in the car. And Elsie likes 70s rock and funk. And so I turned on Earth, Wind, and Fire. I turned on like ACDC. And I put it in the back and I just put it on her part of the car. And I drove... To Stratford, to Marshfield, and back, and I just did, I just did three big triangles, and I just drove. Dang, you for, took a trip, for like an hour and a half or two hours, <laughs> and that little shit slept the entire time. Right, but she was screaming her brains out for the first three minutes of the car ride, and then was out for an hour and a half. Do what you got to do, and, man. And I hate. I have literally avoided the go for a drive nap for two years now, hmm. uh, so, and and. Uh, so it works though. Shit, it works. You know, every kid has a different personality, right? Sure. So yes. no two kids are the same, and that's just a reality. Um, Isabel the same way. Oh yeah. You know, she she will go balls to the wall. Period. End of story. Go mm-hmm. blow right through nap time, and the moment she stops moving, she'll fall asleep. Crashes. Yeah. Yep. But how do you get a kid that won't stop? to stop moving sure lock him in a car seat (laughs) (laughs) it's funny because every now and then i'll be like oh izzy i need to run an errand you want to come with and it'll be at that two o'clock magic hour oh yeah (laughs) uh, how convenient (laughs) we need to we need to run an errand quick and put her get her in the back seat and you know five minutes later she's out Mm -hmm. yep and it's then do you turn around and come back and try to ease her out of the car seat or you just keep going no i mean i'm i don't know about you but i work out i can lift my child (laughs) So hey, I, I, oh, I don't ouch. need to immediately turn around. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna go get my ice cream. And then come back. Yeah. I mean, this Andy's not gonna eat itself. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Man, that sounds like uh, quite a dad hack there, Tom. I don't Actually, know. I, I, like that I know. I don't even know if you if you meant to to do that there, but uh, as you know, that's yeah. that's the next que- question yeah. we ask everybody is is uh, their best dad hack. Dad hack alert! So so Brian, we'll start with you. What what do you got this week? So we talked about doing the email for your kids, right? Yeah, I started so doing that. We started yeah. doing this thing where I, I started an email address for else. Hmm. And I send her emails on her birthday. Or like my dog passed away. And so I sent her a note like hmm. talking about her and the dog and like pictures of her and the dog when she was first in the house. And and like I pictures of her first day of daycare. And I just send her little notes. I just send her little emails. And it's something that I really like to do. But I realized last week I lost the password. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. You didn't write that down? Hey, I thought Google had it saved, 
but I lost the fucking password. Oh, there's always a have a backup. Here's another dad hack. It's also a professional hack. Password reset. Yeah. Oh, I know. Like, reset. And it. That's what we tried to do, but Google didn't like me. Yada yada yada. Oh no. So, fortunately, I had uh, you know I was. They were all sent from the same email address, so I just resent all of them to the new email address that Elsie has. <laughs> So uh, I guess wow. my dad hack is if you're going to do this really nice, like cool wow. gesture for your kids, um, make sure to follow through and actually write down the password yeah. in several different places. Sure and don't be, trust yeah. Google to keep it for you because uh, oh, dude. <laughs> I did all this oh really nice gosh. shit. I had to go back and resend like the five different emails. Oh, um, and no. so <laughs> Liv and I both have it saved you're, in our phones you... and on paper somewhere and in Google now. Dude, you, you sound like my dad right now. <laughs> What's my email What's password my email again? Password? Do you remember that? Yeah, so it's Gosh. not really a bad hack other than I just was really excited about that email idea. That's funny, dude. It up. <laughs> That's funny, though. Oh, man. Yeah, luckily I have yeah, ours written down. So yeah, so I, I, think it's about a, that. I think it's a good idea to write that stuff down or a professional idea. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have the Excel spreadsheet up. But. I don't know if I have a dad hack um, yeah, necessarily as much as a communication mm-hmm. hack. Okay. So at some point... As the as the kids were the the bigs, so bigs and littles, mm-hmm. as they were getting older, it dawned on me that I needed to talk to them like I like to be talked to. Sure. So not in a you know dictator, but in a conversation. Okay. To you know let them know there could be dialogue, there could be back and forth, there could be mm. independent thought, there could be, you know, okay, well, Dad said this, but. Is is yeah? Is that a hard and fast immediate? Like, I mean, do they know when I'm being serious? Absolutely, but yeah, sure. m- the manner in which you ask them to make the bed, pick up your clothes, sure. put the dishes away, <clears throat> you can you can nag on them. Well, I didn't like being nagged on. Sure, right. I don't know about you. No, nope. not at all. So, of course, you know, giving some grace and latitude in that, but realizing, oh hey, if I'm barking at them. Well, they're not going to like that and not going to sure. respond to it. So, huh. I like that, though. It's it, it just come to them the way you want someone to come to you. I mean, right. Respect. They're yeah. human yeah. beings, too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I, I think that's a good thought process. Yeah. I like that. Not always being the dictator. That's that's good stuff. Um, I struggle with that. I, I know, right? Oh, I do, too. It can't be. It's. Tater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, mine, yeah, mine's not really dad hack. I guess it's. I don't know. I guess it's kind of dad advice. Um, so we had a we had a garage sale this weekend, and uh, we were like, "Hey, you know, Liam's three, so let's you know have him do like a little lemonade stand." Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, I can't believe and, I missed that. Yeah, and so uh, you know, we talked to Liam. We was like, "Hey, you know, do do you want to do this?" And he's like, "He's like, yeah, I want to do it." And we're like, "Okay, well, you know, all the money you make from it, you know, we'll take half of that, and you can go buy whatever you want, whatever toy you want." And he's like, "Okay." So Thursday rolls around and, and we get his and his little setup all set up there and and he's pumped he's like really excited about it and he's like anybody that anybody that walks to our driveway he's already filling up a little cup <laughs> even if they want lemonade or $5. not yeah <laughs> it wasn't that expensive come on but uh, but yeah so he was super super pumped about it um, little dude the first day I think he made like thirty some bucks um, he was super excited the next day he wasn't as pumped for it which his cousins were there he was more wanting to play at them so I think he made like ten or twelve bucks but he ended up making forty some dollars out of yeah, the whole deal pretty good money on a a reverse hack on the lemonade is give the lemonade free with a tip jar. Oh, see, we did sell it and tip jar. Get rid of the <laughs> sale price. I like and the make tip it jar all thing. Tip That's jar. funny. Yeah? You're more inclined to tip Stuff a, free, a, ge- sure. a free gesture 
than you are to get <laughs> 75 cents and then just say, oh, keep the quarter. Like, um, everyone's going to tip more. See, see, we did 25 cents and everybody paid a dollar. There you go. <laughs> so nobody, so nobody wants three quarters that. back, right? But, uh, but yeah. anyways, you know, uh, yeah, so we, you know, we took him to Menards the, I don't know, Saturday, whenever it was, Sunday. Is that the best toy store you could think of, that's, Dad? That's, what the hell? That's where he likes Small going. Town toy store. That's where he <laughs> likes, exactly he likes, go- yeah, the Tom, Tom's from the North. The he knows. <laughs> he knows. Come on. Uh, and so he picked out, you know, he had like 20 bucks to spend, so he picked out this little $10 remote control boat. That, that's what he wanted. And so we, we we gave it to him. We're like, hey, you got to go take it to the cashier, and and we gave him, you know, how much money it was it was going to cost to pay for it. And he handed the cashier the, the money, and they put it in a bag for him. And he was like so proud of himself mm-hmm. because so he good. he bought his own toy. And as a parent, that's one of the coolest feelings ever is seeing your kid so proud of themselves for something that they did or they accomplished. And uh, so yeah, so I mean, I guess yeah, teach them entrepreneurship or you know yeah. uh, you know whatever it is you want to call it there. But that. it was. It was fun. There's a it was guy a lot in our of fun. circle, and I don't know if we talked about this on the show or not. The guy um, Aaron that started the, and, and I don't want to spoil it when he's on the show later, but like he and his son started. Oh like yeah, a, yeah, a the shoe company. Yep. He and thing. his the son wanted to start a sneaker selling business on yeah. Facebook. Every teenager does. I know. Right? That's like the thing. <laughs> Must right be now. a thing. Yeah. But and I don't know how old the kid is, but but like he, he went to his dad and said, "Hey, yeah. I want to help. I want to start selling shoes." And so dad invited all of his friends to a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And the kid was finding shoes to sell, and he made like gross sales was like a thousand bucks, net was like a hundred or something. Like he was so excited that he had made a hundred bucks. And That's a lot when you're that age, idea, you know. Exactly. Yeah. But then you know, dad was teaching. Okay, ten percent goes to tithe, and That's and yeah. and twenty yep. percent goes to tax, and like. Tax. I I'm pretty sure again. Dad. I'm pretty sure Dad just took the money and stuck it in his pocket. Probably. No, we'll, no, we'll, Aaron. We'll have to. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to ask Aaron about that. But like, it was, it was just kind of a cool idea of teaching your kids, even, even when they're young, teaching those like basic dollar principles. Oh yeah, I think that's yeah. pretty cool. Um, well, we we started to talk about that. Talk a little bit about like, have you started having any of those conversations? Because you've got big kids and little kids. Obviously, you're not teaching the little kids about money. Have you had any of those conversations with the big kids? Yes. How does that how does that go? I see that look on your face know, like it's not right? going very well. <laughs> how does how do those conversations Cut. go? What's that Cut. like? Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> that good, huh? Um, no, both the kids, I am proud of them. Uh, both the kids have a job right now. They mm. both work at Lambert's. Um, oh, are yeah. they throwing rolls? Yeah. Hunter throwing Slinging rolls, yeah. Hell yeah, man. That's so, awesome. You know, here's a here's a funny um, that he, that kid was lit up when I picked him up the other day. Yeah, and this is, yeah, unofficial. Came from my son, so of it could have been embellished a little bit. I don't. <laughs> he said it's accurate, but hey, he had a good day. Yeah. So we've all been to Lambert's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you throw the rolls, like you're the cool guy, right? Oh yeah, That's for sure. You pass okra, you're pop, pop, you're popular. Like Lambert's has like gender rolls. Like, okay, it's kind of weird, but whatever they do it. <laughs> so most of the time it's you know guys throwing rolls it's you know some you know the passers are typically you know whatever so mm-hmm. audrey will do the okra and she'll get got t- it tipped um, oh nice it's kind of fun um hunter if he's throwing rolls he ain't he puts a sales spin on it and he you know he's having fun one two i got yeah. one dollar i got two dollars yeah. i got three dollars seeing it up and he's getting tipped nice but the other day um, this one he didn't get tipped as well, 
but he was proud. I mean, he was just beaming when he got in the truck. He was on the cinnies, the cinnamon rolls, the hubcaps. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He sold 122 cinnamon rolls in a five-hour shift. Holy crap. Like, Dang. just hustling the tables. Yeah, like, baby. Just hustling. Like, Good for him. And, you know, I was like... That's a lot of cinnamon, right? Yeah, no, that's what I'm like thinking. Five dollars a pop. That's a, a pretty good you gig. Lambert's like you're full, and like you got them to buy a big old piece that's of bread with sugar, right? On it. Sugar and cinnamon for yeah. you. Uh, but he's like, ah, it was a top ten record for sales. So I'm like, okay, well, that's a lot of. Yeah, right? man, that's killer. Good for him. Yeah, so he was pumped. I'm like, did you get tipped on that? He's like. No, <laughs> but it was, he was still proud of moving a lot of product. Heck so yeah, that's cool. good for him, man. Yeah. Well, if good he's for looking him. for an insurance job, I, I know somebody that could use his services. Yeah, home and auto. <laughs> Personal lines, come on. We talked, a li- we hinted a little bit at it. You've got bigs and you've got littles, as you call them, um, and you, of course, alluded to um, Stacy is your is your second wife. I, I had hoped you could talk a little bit about your experience. In the divorce and or like through the lens of raising kids, I don't necessarily care about the relationship. I just I'm, I'm curious about like the parenting side of it. Like, tell us about how that worked and tell raising kids in, in in divorce and kind of what your thoughts were on that. How'd you handle that? Yeah, the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, here's what I had learned um, from uh, you know somebody that at the time was a was a, a very good mentor for me. Right, so. Um, nobody gets married to intentionally get divorced. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. Yeah, it depends on the manner of who you are and the character of you as a person. Um, but for me, I felt a very strong, you know, my identity had been shaken. Mm-hmm. Like I was professional business person. I was father. I was husband. <laughs> I was committed, loyal. And then that identity shift happens. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh. Well, you know, you make vows, you do things, and all of a sudden, that changed. Okay, so I can move on from that. By having a strong, positive influence in my life, Mm -hmm. and by, you know, getting sound, you know, advice and feedback, you know, I was able to stay out of trouble. Like, the biggest mistake that most, um, and I'm a stereotype guys but the biggest mistake most guys make is the kids go with the with the mom mm-hmm. right and then the dads have their identity crisis they spiral they party mm-hmm. and they end up with midlife more, crisis shit. more kids yeah. right. <laughs> so um you know rick um i guess that can i say his mm-hmm. name in here Rick, it's in perpetuity, so <laughs> uh, there's a contract for this, so we got a signature don't worry yeah. no uh uh, Rick Brashler, um, who is you know down at Canacuck, very mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, Christian, just spirit, just faith, you know, a person of faith, and could yeah. You know, at the time, I'd, I, we'd go down and fish on Tiny Como, and I'd just get poured into, um, and I needed it, and I think sure. he, I think he realized that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Um, but you know, <laughs> lots of good advice, um, and it was you know sound advice and. Not letting one instance create more, you know, turmoil in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the first part. Um, the second part of going through that was, guys, I'm not from Springfield. Mm-hmm. So I had just moved three hours south 
from Kansas City, which I wasn't from Kansas City either. Sure. But I just moved three hours further away from anyone that was a strong, longtime friend or family. Yep. And I'm down here, and I've got to make a choice. Okay, do I dig in and, and... yeah, you know, just make make this home. Do I leave? What do I do? And sure, yeah. you know, that's yeah. a, you know, there's a lot going on. So, um, in that process, I got the kids. You know, I had the kids that first month, the whole time. Oh yeah, like, I just made sure. You know, I I was going to be consistent in their lives. Good for you. So that was never going to be a deal for me. Like that was never going to be an option of not being there for my kids. Um, so, you know, I had them, and then once their mom, you know, got, you know, a few details straightened out, yeah, then the kids went back and forth week on, week off for a very long time. So it was a full mm-hmm. 50-50 split then? Yeah, after we went through court. And yeah, sure. It it was not fun. but uh, that's a, Yeah, I understand that process. Yeah. It's not very much fun. So the co-parenting aspect, <clears throat> you know, in our situation, we've had ups and downs. Probably more downs than ups, um, disagreements. Um, But if you end up getting divorced, that's the hardest thing you'll do is co-parent with somebody that gets married to somebody else. Oh, yeah. And now you have... You know, bonus dad in the situation, right. or you get married, and now mm-hmm. there's bonus mom, right? and there's feelings getting hurt, and the other person wants to, you know, try to be involved. Um, and it's a very rough situation. So my feedback through that process is you don't speak bad about the other parent in front of the kids. Yeah. Right. So sure. they could ever hear it. I, I think that is so apt. That makes mm-hmm. complete sense. You just, if you do that, the kids, yeah, they hear that, they remember it, they act out, they'll do the things. But I can look at my kids in the eye, and I can, you know, stand before God and say, "You didn't hear me talk bad about your mom." Right. Like that's that, good. That wasn't that. Because what good comes? Right. From that, exactly. Right? Like, nothing. like yeah. nothing good comes from nothing that. good comes from it. So that's a little heavy conversation. <laughs> no, but that's what we, yeah. we want to talk about that stuff. Absolutely. Because truly, that's a dad experience. Yeah. And and, and, yeah. and you know. I mean, I don't know the exact math, but I'm pretty sure it's like 50% of, of people out there deal with something yeah. like yeah. that. So yeah. like it's, it's definitely something to talk about. Yeah. So the, the, the bonus parent has the worst position. <laughs> God, I can't yeah. even imagine. They're yeah. in the worst position because their spouse, and they care for you, and they want to help, but they're not parent. Mm-hmm. Right. So therefore... Small kids, small problems. Like, mm. oh, this isn't really a thing. Big kids, big problems. Hormones, getting older, you're not my mom. Right. I'm going to do what I want. Or my mom said I can do this or whatever. Mm. So It's got to be tough, yeah. It's important for the parents to be on the same page. I wish I could say we were there more than sure. not. but It's not always going to be the case. Yeah, right. right. It's not always going to be the case. So, but... What you can do is control your controllables. Like, are you going to be, you know, respectful? Are you going to show up? Are you going to be there, or are you going to prioritize partying and going out? And, right. Yeah. You know, what are you showing your kids? Mm-hmm. So. Right. Well, well, I mean, I think a parent's number one job is set the freaking example. Right? Yeah. And, and so if you're if you're off, either 
not taking care of your kids or partying or, or you know, all of a sudden there's another little kid in the in the picture. Right. Uh, what example are you setting for your kids? Right. Right. So, yeah, yeah. And I we yeah, and we had another uh, guest talk about it. You know, he's like, yeah, through divorce, he's like, you can choose to be selfish and just think about you, put you first, or or you can be the dad right. and think of your kids first. And so, you know, great job to you. What about because um, me and Allie, man, we just talked about this last night or night before. I can't even imagine how tough this had to be for you, but because if we're away from our kids for two days, that's tough. So if you're a week on and week off, how difficult is that as a dad? It's a, it's probably one of the worst feelings that you you would go through. Yeah. Just and I won't even just say for the dad. I'd just say for the other parent. Mm. Yeah. Because if you're not with them again, you go back to what you your your norm. Well, you got to write a new normal. Sure. So how how are you going to keep yeah. your time filled in a constructive manner? Okay. <laughs> constructive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A key yeah. key word there. Yeah. yeah. Destructive manner. Yeah. Constructive. Yeah. yeah. So that was before I, yeah, my knee replacement and stuff. So I was running <laughs> and I was in much better shape. And, sure. You know, lots of thoughts, but so week on week off gives you a lot of downtime. Yeah. Again, I bet. I can sit around and watch TV and I could have perfected my Halo skills. Or, uh, you're uh, you're aging yourself, Tom. But there's like a new movie coming out. I play Halo too. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to him. He doesn't know video games. Don't worry about you're, him. You're young. Yeah, <laughs> Podcasts. I'm surprised. Yeah. Anyhow. Um, can you spell Halo? Do they teach cursive? Like uh, when you were. What's that? Like, What's that? Yeah. Do they teach what, cursive? What are, these, what are these curved lines? Yeah. Why is it crooked and twisted? Like, <laughs> They're all connected. Yeah. No, so the answer is, is God, it yeah. was awful. So what did I do at that time? Um, you know, I, I you know, changed my you know, career and I went to work in the independent insurance um, arena, as mm-hmm. Bryant knows. And, yep. Um, week on you know it's a 40 hour a week you know position um you're picking the kids up you're dropping them off and it's on you and uh a week off that's 80 hours and Mm -hmm. you're busting your ass (laughs) and you're doing what you need to do to pour in and get it done and keeping busy and you know yeah failure is not an option yeah at that point it's you know when you have motivation there's um, you'll find a way. Sure, find a way to make it absolutely. Happen, so. Well, and you're and and you're a business owner, and you've you spent all of that time in your twenty. Well, I guess it would have been in your thirties, mm-hmm. um, growing your business to a place where you are comfortable now, but also. You had to figure that balance of, I've got my kids at my house, and it's my responsibility to pick them up, and it's my responsibility to take them to school, and it's my responsibility to cook meals. Talk a little bit about your work-life balance, mostly because I need some tips, <laughs> because I'm getting there, Tom. Like I'm, I'm to the point now, and we've, and we've talked about this ad nauseum, but I, I'm in a multi-generational family business, and we're in the throes of perpetuation right now. Like, we're in those, we're having those succession conversations, we're figuring out, dad's not working on Fridays, and so that's our way of slowly but surely putting him out to pasture. Sorry, dad. Um, and <laughs> But, like, you know, getting him on the golf course more and out of the office more. And so I, I want to kind of... Pick your brain. I want to learn more a little bit about your philosophies on work-life balance or 
just kind of how you managed that, particularly juggling one week on, one week off with kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the personal development aspect in that period, that same period, so in, when I didn't have the kids and I wasn't at the office, I'd be walking, listening to audiobooks, mm-hmm. right? I, I Reading is not my favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But learning is. Mm-hmm. And th- what I've learned is there's nothing unique to me. Preach. There's nothing so unique right. to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not the first person to go through a divorce to get wronged or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, so I could I could put my pity party hat on <laughs> or I could yep. just realize more there's been people that have gone through this before me. Mm-hmm. So what does that look like? Okay, once you identify that you're not a victim, you move forward. Okay. Yep. So balancing time, man, there's so many more people <laughs> like Here's all the smart people in the world. Like I'm, I'm below your base. Well, give yourself a little. <laughs> below your base. It, it, it's worked. It's working. Yeah. Yes. I I forget the uh, exact way it was told to me. It's like, Tom, you don't have to be the smartest. And I said, thank you. <laughs> but you do need to be the second fastest to market. You don't have to be the smartest because let them be the, let them be first. But you better be quick on their heels. You better pick it up, learn, and bring it. Nice. I, okay, I appreciate so that. You don't have to create everything, right? But pick it up, learn it, bring it. Cool. And it's like okay, that cool. I, I can I can do that. Like somebody's success, like success is all in front of us, and how it's been. You know, look at the people from the past. Like pick your favorite. You know, person. Uh, there's so many good books on mm-hmm. business that exist. So, <clears throat> I still haven't got to the time management piece. No, that's okay. I, I'm delaying because I'm still working on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, and, you, and, and and frankly, I'm not expecting you to have some like crazy good. I put it on a T-shirt kind of one line. Right. I'm really just curious to kind of hear what, what worked you for you or what worked for yeah. you, or if you learned something that definitely didn't work, and you better avoid that shit like the plague. Well, what I've learned is that your kids remember how you enter the door and what you're mm. doing while you enter the door. So if you come through... and That's a great one-liner. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you come through the door fired up, oh, well, Dad always came home angry from work. If you come through the Ooh, phone... That's true. Yeah. If you come, or if you come through the phone, if you come through well, the door too. and you're always on your phone, then it's, oh... Dad never finished work before he came home. If you, yeah, you see where I'm going. Oh, that, yeah. that one hit yeah. me in the gut a little bit there, dude. Right. That's accurate. Yeah. Holy so, shit. And th- these are all things I struggle with. And your wives, mm-hmm. right? Our wives care about this probably ah. just as much as the kids. Yeah. Um, and in, I love Stacy. So I didn't mention Stacy earlier. She's an incredible life partner, awesome bonus mom, incredible mama to our girls. She doesn't ride me about this, but I'm self-aware to it. Right. Sure. That's good. good. Well, you care about yeah. it. And right. That's, you right. care about putting right. on the good face. You care yeah. about being that good partner. Sure. Yeah. That's good. So I keep telling her that we're going to move further out because I need more time before between leaving the office <laughs> and decompressing. Oh, that's so true, though. Like, I only oh, yeah. have 10 minutes to decompress oh. before office to home, and that's not enough time. Like, 
Sometimes I go to the bathroom longer than that. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I need hey, whatever time. you need, That's, Tom. All right, yeah. you I spend whatever time. time you need in there, you big guy. that out later. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I couldn't agree with that more, bit. though, because I thought it was going to be so nice to live so close to my office. No, you can't decompress. And, like, it's literally a five-minute drive, if not less, from my office to my oh, house. Yeah. Dude, you can and and me, we, we talked about that. Me and Allie did just the other day. It's like, yeah, like, now I don't have any time to decompress if i've had a bad day you know if you had a good day you know no big deal whatever but those bad days yeah it's it's hard i I need to find a a long route home or something city um oh yeah from crown center to gladstone had 45 minutes yeah yeah i can forget about all the bs that took place Mm -hmm. sure you know some good music or an audiobook or whatever and you know put my mind in a different spot but yeah 10 minutes of you know, commuting in your home, it's like, okay, I know I'm going to go in there, and I know I'm going to have a three-year-old, as soon as I open the door, run and jump. Right. And, and want to, you know, climb onto my legs. Well, i, I got to have both hands available. So yeah. if I'm doing this, That's not and it. she comes, yeah. and it's a, I'm either getting racked, or she's like, <laughs> what's happening? Protect like, yourself. So, yeah. It's like, something's going to happen here. So. Uh. I do like that, though. I get caught behind the train intentionally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do that quite a bit. So between my office and our house, there is a train track. And you can go oh, yeah. two yeah. different ways. One of them definitely avoids the train track 100% of the time. <laughs> yeah. I go the other way. I yeah. go the other way. Yeah. And I try to catch that train. If, if I know <laughs> that I'm like, I need a couple of extra minutes, yeah. I try to catch the train. Because it comes, for whatever dumb shit reason, it comes right through by my house at like 5 o'clock. Yeah. Or 5.30. And so like if I'm leaving the office and I'm going home, it's like, great this is the way to go well, I, just, I appreciate that it's just one of those deals where we all work in sales roles and and some you frankly we deal with a lot of rejection and that's part of our business you, you hear no hopefully you hear no less than you hear no you hear it more than you. definitely excuse me hopefully <laughs> yeah. you hear yes more than you hear no i said that's that backwards not, never but, but that's never the case and <laughs> so, so it's, it's one of those deals where like if you've been working call. on something and, and working on something and then all of a sudden you hear that final no I need a second to, to get myself removed from that. And so getting myself over that. Yep. I forget um, who uh, who the author was, um, but it's the uh, the 11-week uh, year. I don't hmm. know if you've heard that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you have four years in one year. That's right. right. So yep. when you're in a sales role, sales yep. capacity. 11-week year. I'm looking at this up trying right now. To, sure have you're trying to work on your um, – effectiveness of sales planning and goals but also you you bust it for 11 weeks and then at the end of that 11 weeks you take a week go mm-hmm. vacation and re you know recharge yep. and then Got you it. come back okay. and you start over mm. and you keep doing that because yeah you know, when you have a goal and it's an annual sales goal you may blow it out in the first three months right if you get more yeses and nos yeah or you may not, but if you blow it out, you lose all productivity leading throughout the rest of the year. Sure. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, what we talked about earlier, when you have a great big win, you're like, ah. Oh, Way no. to go me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so I'm, I'm there right now, Tom. That's because so, you're the man. Well, I've been I, tutoring you well. No, I, frankly, I, I need more you're of your welcome, input. Dad. Yeah. You're welcome, Dad. <laughs> but we, uh, Dad and I were doing the math. We sit down, you know, once every couple of couple of months, and and talk. And and I don't talk to him much. One I don't, plus one equals three. Exactly. I don't really like the guy, but we'd sit down every once in a while. And um, 
I will by the end of June I will have sold as much this sh- in the first six months as I did last year. And last year was a good year. And last year was a good year. Yeah. So, so I'm going to go golf more. Yeah. So so that's so that's the conversation. Is do you keep your foot on the gas from the business side? Yes. And and the yeah. answer is 100 percent yes. Yep. Because at the end of the day, while you if, have the energy, the answer right, is yes. Right. Right. And while yep. my kid, while I don't, while my kid doesn't have extracurricular right. activities, while my while it's you know Elsie is at daycare and there's not dance. I mean, we do swim lessons once a week, and that's it. And so if I can make it to swim lessons mm-hmm. and I can make it to bedtime and bath time, sweet. If, as long as I'm not missing the, the soccer yeah. practice or whatever the hell it is right now. So, yes, Should be coaching, foot's yeah. on the gas. <laughs> you don't want me coaching any sports, pal. No, the other parents may not. I don't <laughs> I can promise. It won't be my I, I can promise we're getting um, Travis Lyles. For oh, he's going to be uh, the our, best coach. I don't care what sport it is. He's going to be the best coach God, ever. He's, He's going to coach soccer for yeah. sure, and, and, and football. Gonna, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. he, he's, so his his daughter's going to be running circles. Around fun all those fact kids. about Travis and Maddie: uh, we had uh, our Izzy is same age. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. A day apart, I believe. Is it really that close? I, I think That's it great. Was that close because he's been oh. on the show as well. Yeah. Oh. No. So yeah. She's February. really close to Liam then, because mm-hmm. yeah. Liam was February. Yeah, yeah. Uh, February third. Okay. Yep. I'm telling you, yeah. decent dads is going to have to sponsor a kid's soccer team or, <laughs> right. or softball. That's or a anything. great we're idea. On a, we're on the south side. You guys are all up here. Whatever. This is kind of it's the east side. Whatever. But I think that would be so <laughs> Other much side fun. Of the get, tracks. So much right. fun yeah, yeah you heard him talk about the train. Wrong. <laughs> 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 Literally on the other side of the tracks. Uh, um, but Tom, you were. You, you mentioned Stacy there um, yeah, earlier, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so 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 yeah. Let, let's talk about that a little bit. Talk about what it's like to raise a mixed family, uh, and mm-hmm. especially with you have two kids that are quite a bit older, mm-hmm. and then because what is there twelve years apart between your yeah. second and your third, right? Mm-hmm. So so what is that like? Bigs and littles, and then also mixed family. Um. Yeah, so the bigs and littles, you know, the common question that that I get every time, oh, built-in babysitter. <laughs> I literally stopped myself from saying that. <laughs> Stop uh, myself from saying that. The, the discussion that I had, it, that, and Stacy, you know, she'll, I got to give credit to her because she was the one to bring it up. She's like, no, they didn't sign up to be babysitters. Mm-hmm. These aren't Ooh, your kids. That's mm-hmm. a good point. They, yeah. They're your kids. And they didn't say, Way to go, Stace. Hey, That's we, good. Right? We want you to have more kids. We made that choice. Sure. So, therefore, the littles aren't a, ever going to be a burden for them. If they choose to want mm-hmm. to interact and play, yeah, I want to encourage that because, mm-hmm. you know, you, little kids are the best, especially that three year old age. Huh. Yeah. Like, they just. Some days. <laughs> yeah, but. Mine's starting to talk back to me. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Little kids, it's a learn, but no, <laughs> tell your wife to quit it. <laughs> but so the with the bigs, you know, initially there's a lot of excitement, um, and not that there isn't, um, you know, still some you know interaction and excitement. But again, you go back into you know different moms. Mm-hmm. And what's the other house pouring in? 
Sure. What does that mean? So you can't, like you said, control the controllables. You can't yep. control yep. what's happening yeah. in the other house what, or what conversations yeah, are being the, had. Whatever that Kool Aid mix is, mm-hmm. that comes in, and then you get to a point where they come over, and it's it is what it is. You know, you try to pour in your Kool Aid yeah. of you know of messaging and parenting. So that has its own challenges, and again, it's not unique to me. I, I realize that. I love your perspective uh, on that. It's a good point. Yeah, uh, because there, you can be a victim. What good's that going to do you? Every victim needs a villain. <laughs> For each. So, so true. I'm. Yeah. It, it just it it's not worth your time going down that path. Doesn't mean you won't get frustrated, but for the kids no like audrey my oldest i need her to pick up hunter from football i can expect that of her i can ask her to do that Mm -hmm. that's her brother you know but there was a period where i had to work with the the bigs and help them understand the same amount of me that's in them is in their sisters yeah Mm -hmm. like that's not somebody foreign to you now should i have said tom should i had to have gone that path to do that I don't know. I had to because whatever. Whether you had to or not, you. Yeah. Yeah. Like they couldn't understand. Oh, well, that's not my real sister. No, it absolutely is. Right. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, and challenges, right? Like that's some, you know, some real things. But um, in the. I'm trying to think of your second part of your question. the bigs and the you know having the different dynamics um the little kids annoy big kids of course yeah right (laughs) candidly i mean let's call a spade a spade here 18 year old daughter sure my three-year-old adores her wants to be clinging to her all the time sure wants to be in her room audrey's in her bed she wants to be in her bed and what's an 18 year old that's so sweet though (laughs) unless you're the teenager right 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 right. yeah you're like the hell away from me G-F-T-O. I don't even know if I spelled that right. But I, I knew you know, we knew what you meant. Get the G-T-F-O. Close enough. Yeah, it's like, get out. It's like, yeah. But Audrey does a good job. You know, a teenage boy with a three-year-old girl, not nearely as excited. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Don't touch that. Don't touch that. Is that his move? Oh yeah! Oh He's yeah! Got stuff all over the floor and like barking. It's like, come on, man! Like, don't bark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, 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 but it's just a, it's just different perspective. Like yeah. I didn't have a little kid going through my room when I was fifteen. Well, sure. yeah. I had a lot of trinkets and stuff. I was my know. shit was in the place where I put it, and I knew where it was. One hundred percent. I'm not mad at Hunter for that. I just ask him to be smart about it. Mm-hmm. Like, hey. I'll keep her out of your room to the best of my ability, but I also need you to keep stuff out of reach. Yeah. Right. Please remember, yes, it, there are little kids in the house. Yeah, and when they're at their mom's, I lock, lock the store. Like, I don't need her going in there. Right. I mean, simple things you can do. Um, yeah. The uh, I want to go back, and, and I should have. This just kind of came to me just thinking about that dynamic. Um, yeah, with the kids going back and forth. 50 percent 50 percent and stacy and i've talked about this to some degree i probably overcompensated for my lack of time so i can see how yeah i can absolutely so no, for no, your right sure in your 
50% time when you're th- when you think about you know I forget what all the numbers and the stats are how many weekends you have before they graduate and how oh, many we've days. talked about that yeah we've absolutely <laughs> so, talked yeah. about cut that cut it in half right right Jeez. and you want to that's try scary those yeah. numbers already felt low uh, when we were yes out. yeah 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 and and you want to get some life lessons mm-hmm. in there how do you do that you want to build some communication some emotional stability you 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 got to be intentional and intentional is more serious than just it's not uh, always public, easy right yeah. so it's not all fun again with it's the not kids sure yeah with the kids i mean we're talking about you know your body and what that looks like and relationships and at a young age mm-hmm. because i need them to know that i'm a safe space we can have conversation we Preach. can do those things um and we can talk about it and no no conversation needs to be off limits mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm your father i'm here for you so that it in the as the kids got bigger they're just like you're so serious it's like everything's a lesson like, <laughs> look you don't get it go to half right, time, pal. Right. they don't get it yeah, yeah. i mean i think they kind of do now sure. yeah as they've gotten older but doesn't mean they've enjoyed it because yeah. everything's a lesson and it's like no oh, I'm trying to make sure you become a contributing good person. Well, yeah. And, like, yeah, and they'll appreciate that later, right? I mean, I'm hoping. they really will, though, because I, I, I think about that a lot, too. Like, looking back on, on my parents and stuff they taught me, at the time I was just annoyed and like, oh, yeah. why are you telling me this? But then you look back, especially once you become a parent, and you're mm-hmm. like, I see what she's doing there, mom and dad. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yeah. Right. Teenage Brian thought my parents were real. Oh, teenage dumb. Brian, teenage Derek knew 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 everything. Right. <laughs> Trust me, he knows. Teenager. Tom, uh, we were having a talk in the break, and I stopped you so that we could continue to have this conversation because I thought it was really good. Tell me about say the that re- again. <laughs> Tom, you said that so well. You're so good at this. Oh my gosh! One more time. So, <laughs> so good. So like hearing I was right. <laughs> it's like way to go. I did it. I want to. I, I, I want you to talk about the father and son relationship, and that like, there's almost a little bit. And you talk about it because I've got a really good relationship with my dad, but it hasn't always been as good as it is now. I frankly. I want to bury my dad, right. <laughs> and and not like literally, but from There's a, a professional competition standpoint, or from huh. a yeah. like I always want, I want to get out from. I've been Greg's son for such a long time that now in my like early thirties, I finally have gotten out from under his shadow, and I wondered if you're experiencing that at all with your son. Like, are huh. you seeing any of that with your kid or anything like that? So what we we're talking about through the break had to do more with. Just the sense of finding one's identity as a teenage boy mm-hmm. or just as a, a son of a business person, a successful person, you know, maybe a big personality, maybe not. Um, and being in the shadow and breaking out of shadow. Mm. So, so true. For, you know, what I mean, there's. 
my son's working out. He's going to be strong. Like, he wants to flex on me. And I got <laughs> you were a college you. football player, so you were I'm no like, slouch. And, you know, I, you're it, still it, a big guy. <laughs> I mean, you guys can't tell he's right. seven foot 12. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't need to bench 500 pounds, mm-hmm. but I will summon all of God's strength and I will whoop your ass one time. <laughs> Do not test me. Don't like, challenge me, boy. Like, it will come. Like, yeah. the adrenaline will happen yeah. and I will take old man strength to a different level. <laughs> <laughs> and here's a funny story. Yeah. There you go. My, my brother, one of my brothers came down, Mike, uh, to visit, and Hunter and him were outside. Uh, they were running routes and doing something. And, again, Hunter's got some got some new bulges on his arm. Mm-hmm. So, some new bumps. Yeah. Yeah, some new bumps. Yeah. And, that boy's and, strong. And he wants to, wants to feel himself out. Of course, Dad, I don't provoke my kid. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to wrestle. I don't want to. Um, I want my kid to not see me as a competitor because i'm for him i'm not against him i'm not trying to assert that i'll whoop your ass like it's never my goal to have to do that but i will if i have to yeah yeah. i hope i never have to of course the uncle comes down doesn't give a shit yeah different mentality i might have said go outside and whoop his ass like let him know know what happens we're men in our 40s this shit doesn't oh that's great He's a couple of years older than I am, and they go outside. And a couple minutes later, come inside, and I'm like, "What do you think of that?" He's like, uh, "He's still out there picking himself up." <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. And Mike's not as big as I am. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Six three and maybe one ninety, wiry. Yeah, yeah. But has a motor that doesn't stop. Right. Yeah. And just uh, <laughs> hey, miss co- that country strong. <laughs> yeah. Those so. country strong guys are real. Dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> that shit's so, real. Hunter has this. 220, I work out, you know, look like Tarzan, play like Jane, don't know how to move. Like, you're going to go down. Like, there's just some some tricks that you right. don't have yet. Yep. Well, and that's, Get that's there. there's Get something there. to be said for I, I went through high school and college with a bunch of dudes I know how to wrestle. I, I know how to manhandle. I got that squared yeah. away. Um, well, we do something every episode, and we got to do it here. <sighs> You told us that you created some dad jokes in a very unique way. Uh, yeah. Tell us how. Tell us. Tell us some dad jokes, and/or tell us how you came yeah. by your dad jokes, Tom. Well, um, I've got six dad jokes. Uh, <laughs> wow, came prepared. Look right at this yeah. guy. And the first one actually came from my mom. Uh, my mom was over at the house, you know, helping, you know, with the kids or whatnot. So it. that was good. So my mom just moved down from South Dakota. So I'm very thankful. Mm, mm-hmm. All this help you guys have been used to. I'm, mm, <laughs> well, Stacey's mom's been very helpful. Um, but you're getting to realize me, it in your 40s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For me personally, with my family, my, that they just moved down a couple of weeks ago. That's so great, man. Good I'm for like, you. I'm not funny. Like, I'm really not. Give yourself some credit. So you not funny. when, oh, just ask my kids. Like, I'm too serious. Like, yeah. I'm not funny. And I'm like, I need a dad joke. They're like, you need a dad joke. So my mom, this isn't politically correct, but whatever. But, but, but what are the previous generations for if not non-politically correct? Right. About? So she's like, you know, where, the joke was, where do the Russian armies, or yeah, where do the Russians hide their armies? I don't know. Yeah, like no. In their sleeveies. <sighs> yes. <laughs> so dumb. Yes. I'm like that is so good though. I'm like what? It's, oh, it's Tom, that was good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. 
like, <laughs> holy shit, <laughs> that's so bad. Right. No, that's my uh, new favorite one. Where I was the, like, yeah. Where do the Russians hide their armies in their sleeveys? I can remember that one. That one's going in the Rolodex. That's awesome. Uh, that made me cry. Do you have all. a second one you wanted to tell? <laughs> I, want, I want to give you a chance to tell some more. Okay. I'll read through these pretty quick. So, yeah, I had no idea what to do, and I figured uh, artificial intelligence was smarter and funnier. <laughs> Look at you. Technologically savvy over here. <laughs> I love it. I yeah. love for some top five trending dad jokes. And keep in mind, remember, dad jokes are meant to be lighthearted and cheesy. Not actually good. Thanks, Chad GPT. That's really great. <laughs> uh, why did the Scarecrow win an award? He was outstanding in his field. I know that one. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I know that one. Damn it, Chat GBT, that wasn't good. <laughs> That's okay. We we told that one on the show yeah. before. That's the only reason I know it. How do you organize a space party? Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. You plan it. Oh my wow. god. Yeah. It is so simple. Uh, it, that's a good one. It is that yeah, wow. How did good. we miss that one? Gosh, wish. I'm reading a book about anti gravity. It's impossible to put down. <laughs> solid. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty good. That. Okay. Yeah, that. Solid. Um, why why don't skeletons fight each other? Hmm. They don't have a bone to pick? They don't have the guts. Oh, ah, you're close. That's a good answer, though. That's good. Uh, yeah, gosh. This one, guts. you're going to have to think a little bit. Did you hear about the mathematician who's afraid of negative numbers? He will stop at nothing to avoid them. Yeah, that's good. Uh, nice. like an arithmetic a joke there, huh? Most dad jokes, and that's the walk-off. That's right. pretty solid. That's a good one. What about you, DC? What oh, you got? man, that first one, though. I'm still, like, crying from your first joke, Tom. <laughs> yeah, you so good. Uh, better than it was. Tell your mom. <laughs> tell your mom we approve. Yeah. <laughs> they're, high, they're in their sleeveys. Like. <laughs> I think that's so good. Yeah. Man. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, uh, excuse me there. Uh, you got... I mean, most people know, and you guys probably know too, of Murphy's Law, right? Mm-hmm. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Mm-hmm. I feel like as a parent, that's, uh, yeah, right? That's pretty relatable. But have you guys heard of Cole's Law? Cole's Law. Yeah, I eat it. Yeah, it's just yeah. thinly sliced cabbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I picked Yeah, <laughs> Tom got it. Tom, he, Tom yeah, he's it. been a dad logger. He picked it up. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. Hey, speaking of mayo and cabbage, uh, did you guys know it's Diarrhea Awareness Week? Yeah, it runs until Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Is that really what we're doing? (laughs) Silence. No, that was good. That was good. So that's how we're going to end this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, DC, tell them tell them what they want, son. What are, yeah. where are we on the, on the internet? Yeah. Right well, first of all, yeah. Thank you to all of our listeners, subscribers, uh, YouTube, Spotify. Few, few lessons. <laughs> nah, Tom, we we might pick up a whole another generation after some, some of these stories. Okay, um, but Old no, dad. That's, that's right. Funny. But uh, but no. He made fun of me for being young earlier. That's, that's, that's only fair, fair right? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah. You're in your Achilles, you're in your 20s. So yeah. sucks uh, to hey, suck. hey, 30s, okay? Just, just cross the threshold, okay? <laughs> but uh, no, thank you, thank you, thank you to all of our listeners, subscribers. Keep uh, continuing to comment, uh, share, like, you know, share your dad stories, share your dad jokes. Please. We, we had several we here today. We want to hear more dad hacks. Um, share all those. Uh, we'll steal them from you, but we'll give you credit. So yeah, don't worry will. about we that. 
Uh, yeah, subscribers. We're uh, man, we're we're approaching fifteen hundred um, now, which is yeah. wild. Awesome. We thought it was going to take much longer to hit that number mm-hmm. than what it is. Um, so yeah, just please continue to do what you do, um, and uh, you know, like, share, subscribe. So uh, I think we do have to say, way to go, decent dad. Yep, way yeah, way to go, Tom. You're in, you're in the crew, man. We yep. appreciate you. Way to go, buddy. Nice Can't job. leave you out. Yeah, Oops, sorry, microphone. <laughs> um, so unless anybody else has anything else, I got anything? nothing. Yeah, I think we'll bring this thing to the close. Go ahead. I was going to say thank you, sponsor. We don't have a sponsor at this point, that not for this episode ah, okay. at least. Uh, but if maybe we, but, if we do, we'll have to cut that part we, out. If we have a sponsor for this episode, thank you. Um, <laughs> you should have been. Yeah, exactly. You should have been, been missing here out. Really, I mean. Um, so uh, without further ado, uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Grr. Go ahead, Oz.